Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Sport Kite Podcast. I am your host, Nick O'Neill, and I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. In this episode, we're going to continue on with the conversation, or I'm going to continue on with the conversation that I was having with Brett Marshall in the previous episode, and this is the second half of that kind of chat and interview, so I really do hope you enjoy it. Speaking of enjoying it, if you like what you're hearing here, if you like what we're doing, consider making sure that you smash that subscription button and sharing these episodes with your friends, with people you know, uh, with folks that might be interested in sport kite flying. Uh, Every little bit helps. It really, really does. And a big shout out to all of you that have gone to buymeacoffee.com slash sportkite and donated. That also is a huge help. So every like, every share, every comment, every little bit of feedback, all of that is super important. And I wanted to send a big, big thank you to every one of you that has taken the time to do that. Uh, So... With that being said, let's go ahead and jump into this episode and finish off this interview with Brett Marshall. So, uh, but yeah, all right. So any other kite stories that really like, or places or uh, even people other than John, because of course we know John's been influential, but has there been anyone else that like? Yeah, we don't want to talk about John too much. It's <laughs> he, he's already hard big... to get his head through the door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to carry butter with me when we go on these trips. So we carry him on the golden throne, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> gosh, my influence list and just the people that have inspired me is so big and long. Um because I like to be involved in everything. So mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I fly a lot of quads and stuff, but like I say, I fly dual line, I fly single line, I I build kites. um, So I try to be in a little bit of everything. So the single line people, like I would, you know, we'd go out to the festivals, I'm hanging out with them, I'm talking kite building techniques or flying or whatever it may be. Um, So I have gotten in with a lot of different personalities and different kite types of people um gosh uh probably i mean i gotta throw simon crafts in there (laughs) there's a name i haven't heard in a while yeah (laughs) that bastard i haven't heard from him in a while either so I, i gotta call him but man what an influence um i actually met him on that india trip that was my first you know, huh. first real festival travel thing. And, and wow. here's Simon, right? Like Simon uh, lives only about an hour and a half south of me. <clears throat> so he's pretty close. And we were within the same kite circle. But at the time, I didn't feel like I belonged with the big guys. I'm just this weird little kid with my kite and mm-hmm. bending lines around a pole and doing my weird thing. Um, <laughs> so, so I actually met Simon for the first time in India. <laughs> and uh roomed with him and everything and and he's a very technical person as well like me and and so we kind of hit it off just getting our kite nerd on mm-hmm. um, and i have learned a lot a lot of kite building stuff from him um a lot of technical aspects of kiting uh gosh 
most of uh, most of what I do actually know about bridles and that kind of thing comes from Simon. Uh, so yeah, he's he's been a big influence. We've spent a lot of time on and off the field. <laughs> and there are way way too many stories to tell, <laughs> and a whole lot more that can't be told with that yeah. guy. Uh, we have, gosh, we have had some fun on the field, man. Uh, one particular, one particular time though, I'll bring up just because this was, Uh-oh. this was so funny. Yeah, this isn't bad. I, I, there's just a lot of them I can't tell. But uh, so we're we're uh, after I do the festival in India. <clears throat> Me and Simon kind of hit it off. We're hanging out uh, around the Detroit Toledo area, and and become pretty close friends. Um, so then we do the trip down to Columbia <clears throat> because, um, you know, that guy that almost can't fit through a doorway. He yeah, asked the, me, the he big asked tall me, dude in Jinkos. Yeah, yeah, the Jinko guy. Uh, <laughs> he asked me to kind of do a little bit of scouting, uh, light scouting for TKL. Um, okay. So we did the Columbia trip. He couldn't make it. So I got Fletch to go on his first plane ride. Got him down there. I was scouting him out. Um, but he's too cool for us and he's got to have his own team, that guy. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I took Scott Benz down there with, uh, with me who ended up being on team kite life with us in the original four pack. Um, mm-hmm. God love Scott, man. He's my freaking brother. And, uh, Simon came down as a single line guy. And, uh, so we're down there flying on this awesome field in Cartagena, Colombia, right on the edge of the Caribbean sea um, in this town. It's like, like the Miami of Columbia. It's this beach town, college town party vibe. And it's got a fort that goes around the entire town. And we're flying in this little cutout next to the fort between the fort and the ocean. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm flying my kite and out of the corner of my eye here, I see the silhouette of Simon who is it's a very distinct silhouette and he's standing up on the very top corner of, of this fort wall, like 50 feet above everybody. And he's just up there doing the weirdest white guy wiggle and like he's dancing. And, and <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've seen that freaking guy. It was unbelievable. And I had to land the kite and I about pissed myself laughing. It, it was just hysterical. Oh god, so funny. <laughs> so, so he's been a a very big influence on me, whether that's good or bad. Probably a bit of both, but uh, yeah, awesome. It goes both ways. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's always the problem, right? Is you know, you know. <laughs> that's why I gotta find cool people like gary maynard to hang out with because because he, t- he oh. keeps me the other way you know and the good side of things keeps it under another wraps, cool keeps me under dude control, you know yeah yeah that there is a lot of legacy right there dude. you fly with him that is a ton of legacy that you're flying with and the, um, like not even that because the yeah kites are awesome but like we were talking about earlier, we've been with these people so long, we don't still don't know what they do for work or whatever. I have no idea what he does as a job. Gary has the most awesome history of jobs. Like when I went to Jamaica with him and I was in the house with him and we just sit there and BS. 
and the stuff that comes up from his past that he he was doing shooting um pictures for like f1 and and hanging out of helicopters and shooting these pictures uh like it's unbelievable crazy stuff that you just don't know until you sit down and talk with these people and uh, okay Like, I kite never want to guess. Freaking cool, but we have to talk about stuff other than kites sometimes to find out how cool they really are. We do, yeah. You, you know, every now and then. Sometimes Fine. it takes ten years or eight years, but we'll get there. <laughs> at some point, we will arrive at the destination where we're. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think unfortunately, yeah, I think unfortunately for most of us, it's going to get to the point where we're going to be standing there at like the funeral, right? And we're going to hear the obituary. We're going to be like, what? Who the fuck are we? Like, whose funeral is this? Right. What's going on? No kidding. And like half of us are just going to be turning to each other and be like, wait, did you know that? No, I had no idea. (laughs) Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've known this yeah. person for 15 years, and yep, wouldn't it's wouldn't it's know absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, and it uh, man, only in the last like probably three years or so has that kind of stuff really opened opened up and opened me up, and and it's like, man, now I just I want to learn about everybody. Like <laughs> I'm up in everybody's circle and say, I don't care who you are, I'm coming mm-hmm. over in your circle. I'm gonna chat and talk and like see what you're about because. The kite people are so damn creative and freaking yeah. genius, and nobody like really gets credit. We're just weird kite people. Like, oh, you play with kites. We're <laughs> a bunch of nerds that somehow found each other, but kind of like don't share our nerdiness outside of the nerdy kite thing. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. I... It's it's crazy. Like even some of my friends when they're like, oh, you fly kites. you want to come fly and they're like nah not really my kid might want to come out but nah and then when i get them out they're just like oh "Oh, yeah when i put a kite in their hands and they spin around and bounce off the ground they're like oh this is kind of hard like what yeah you're not just like holding on to the kite and staring at it in the sky you can do that too and that's freaking awesome like there's a different stress reliever with that for the day yep but yeah, like sport kite, man. You got to move with it, and you gotta you gotta kind of be one with the kite and feel it. And once they, I kind of get them into it and actually flying, it's like, oh, oh yeah. I mean, I guess this is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it's the magic that you can like only feel when you're doing it, right? And it, I, I know it's I've had hard. this conversation with John and with a handful of other folks and Paul and and Devin and in the group chats we've had this conversation is that. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people, especially our age, our generation, um, when we pick this thing up and we fly it and it just it doesn't work like we're expecting, Um, you know, like you had with the vision where you're just kind of like, all right, like that wasn't it wasn't as pleasurable as I was hoping. Like, okay, this is a kid's toy. Like, all right. And they never crest that little bit of like, man, if you just had one little tweak. Yep. One little nugget of information that can blow it up. Like, like it becomes for me, leaders, you can't when get the leaders, rid of it. Yeah. Oh. When, when the leaders thing and, and I got my top lines and trap back and it was like, oh, tuning. 
Oh, what? Now this feels like a kite. Oh, yeah. this. Okay, this is fun. I this this feels like it should. Where before I was like guiding this weird flat piece of fabric around the sky with not much actual control. Yeah, but just a little <laughs> tuning. Like um, that's why I think it's so cool. Like on our kite bags. I mean, it right there. It says kiteforge.com um tutorials at the website blah 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 mm -hmm. and then there's also a qr code so from the second you you rip open your kite bag you slide your kite open when you were like me um and and frankly most people when you get your first kite or whatever you're like crap how do i put this together yep. oh it, there you are a qr code for all your tutorials and and just to help set you up correct right out of the box um, is awesome and I think huge for the sport and it's going to retain people into the sport longer than just going out getting the bird's nest the kite not doing what you expect or whatever and just being like well this is pretty crappy I'm out next yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I buy a kayak uh. <laughs> it touches on uh something that has been a huge like I'm a champion of, and, and I've been trying to hold the flag and make the argument for is uh, oftentimes I hear, you know, that there is a battle between getting kids off their screens and to flying kites. And it's like, stop that. Stop That's making it a battle. Crap. Exactly. Like the fact that you have a QR code right there, you're just like, Fuck it, we're integrating, and uh, I know you're going to have your phone on you. You're probably going to film yourself, so uh, just, you need info, boom, right there, yeah. fingertips, you're good to go. Yeah, like, um, if the kids are on their phone, put that stuff on their phone. On the phone, go, accessible, right? yeah. A printed pamphlet, you know what happens to that? Dude, it and disappears down the field. <laughs> yep, that's it, that's it. And spread Crumbled that stuff to weird places. You would never ever think to share kite stuff. Like send it to weird places. Yes. Crazy groups that, you know, like like I shared a video with a musician group. You know, yeah, she did a uh, routine Grizz. to one of their songs. Yeah, you the just Grizz, shared that the Grizz one family. In the Grizz group. Yeah. yeah, put that in the group. The people were freaking out, man. The amount of comments and stuff that like people had no idea. And this is a <laughs> this is a younger like uh hip-hop techno you know EDM alley streets kind of people yeah. yeah man they're they're weird they're creative and um uh, just awesome people but they've never seen this art form before <clears throat> and uh so yeah share yep. that with like all kinds of weird people man put it out there oh Kites yeah everywhere. actually funnily enough uh just yesterday um i was hanging out with someone who i'm a mentor for um and i was i had uh, taught her how to ski when she was little. Uh, she was six years old and I taught her how to ski from then into a little bit older age. Um, and now she lives out in my area. She's a college student and good God, this makes me feel old. Uh, yep. I'm like, Oh my God, you're a college student. <laughs> like, Holy crap. But, uh, uh, we're, we're driving along. We're just hanging out. And I was like, Hey, you want to put some music on? Like, like show me what you listen to i love music and she throws on grizz and i'm like fuck yeah girl like <laughs> let's turn that shit up and she's like you know yes. who this is i'm like oh come on i'm not that old like i just was working <laughs> out to this i was like i got something to show you and i i sent her the link from uh i think the the live feed that i did or something like that and she's like holy crap what the hell is this and i'm like i know 
right? Like, Chris is the man, dude. He's our hometown boy here in Detroit. Awesome. So town he... proud, man. He's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you guys were you guys like even flew to some similar stuff for that, like kind of tying back to SPI. Uh, what was it? Uh, Wajid or oh gosh. Oh uh, yeah, this? Wajid. Um, yeah. Also a local Detroit artist. Um, yeah, doing and you really guys cool like tribal techno. Yeah, we in front of eight hundred, nine hundred, a thousand, whatever senior <laughs> citizens, you guys are just rocking out to this like EDM hip hop tribal music, and I was like, "That's that's it, man." I have found <laughs> out. I was so surprised. I'll never forget this either. It was the I think my second um, SPI. We were doing the indoor, and, and I did this really cool techno swing song from a guy called Parov Stellar. Yeah. If you listen I if you listen to Electro Swing, you know yes. who he is. Yep. Yes. And it but it was pretty heavy. And when we got done and we're kind of mingling throughout all the people and a lot of people want to tell you how good you did and that kind of thing. They want to talk to you for a little bit. I was shocked at the amount of people that came up to me and they're like that was the best music. That was so good. I can't believe how you flew your kite to this music. And here I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like somebody just flew to like Frank Sinatra and like, and, you know, this guy. What? But here I've got the techno stuff and they were loving what I was doing. And that was like mind blowing to me. And I wrote yep. off all of the traditional kite songs right then. And I'm like, I'll do what, what makes me feel good and hits my soul, makes me want to dance, makes you smile. Like, yes. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm not picking music based on what what the box says you should be in. Yeah, and that, that kind of goes back to that little thing that we were saying earlier is that kites make us cross-generational and we can live in this, like, I am 12 years old and I am also 70 years old at the same time. I mean, you've got old man slippies and I wear a giraffe onesie and carry <laughs> unicorns around as a 38 going on 39 year old woman. Um, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> do you have tea cozies? And <laughs> oh, I don't have I don't have a unicorn, but you'll appreciate that looks like have... Simon Crafts, but it is a half naked man with um his member out of his pants. <laughs> yeah, it's just really hilarious doll that looks like simon crafts holding his member <laughs> i mean we all I we are all the same right video. we're all equal <laughs> nobody is above anybody here yes <laughs> I, i'm not better than anybody <laughs> <laughs> all right so we have got like so many different which ways and i i might have to split this into two episodes we'll see but welcome uh, to me yeah, I, I know I'm probably going to have to have you back on, on the podcast, but uh, when it comes to just actual kites and kite flying and uh, yeah, so do you have any tips, tricks, suggestions, uh, specifically because you have a very interesting trajectory when you came into kites, like you hit it and then you hit it hard and you went fast um, and now Boy. you're on the one of the top teams and you're doing all this other stuff right and you're you're paired up as a top designer like your trajectory was was a really rocketing up so um any tips for people get just getting into it um man just uh just do what you love try it all 
see see what sticks um because yeah you might be surprised you might be flying quads you know forever and then all of a sudden you pick up a dual line or vice versa and you're like wow mm-hmm. this is it's it's something different this is awesome you know fill that cup fill that cup let it overflow see what sticks and uh what feeds the soul and makes you happy um <laughs> I mean, that's that's the main thing, right? We're here to fly kites. Like, yeah, we take it kind of serious. But in the end, we're flying kites. We're not taking it that serious. We, we got to stay lighthearted and have fun and um, just enjoy what you're doing. Um, don't let uh, don't let people tell you where to fly. Like, don't let them say, oh, you got to have an open field with no trees or any of that. Like, go out there and do it. Um, I mean, <laughs> my my bell curve of learning was extremely steep and learning really fast because I was out every day regardless of what was going on uh, to the point where, like, if I left work and I was driving by my local field, I saw the flag literally just limp stuck to the flagpole. Zero wind. That motivated me. I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm going to go out and I'm going to beat the shit out of my kite for like 45 minutes or an hour. And I'm just going to hustle, 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 keep it going. Like you tell me, oh, you can't fly a kite in that spot. Watch this. And I'd make it happen. Like, you know, it, it, it just uh, follow your path. If you want to be up here, you want to fly at the, the top or the peak. It's not extremely hard to get here. Just put time in and, and do it, make it happen. Yeah. That, uh, that kind of harkens also to something that um, I hope to be publishing another podcast episode of, I did a a women of sport kite flying. Um, And we talked about team flying and pairs flying um, and stepping into that space. And uh, there's a lot of lessons learned that I, from that, that I hope to share, but you just said something of like, just step into the space And if you don't feel you can step into the space that's already there, just make your own space. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I've seen more than one person that will literally just roll up on us flying team like TKL could be practicing. And here we are jamming. And then, you know, Brian Wagstaff will just roll up and he's like, yeah, I'm out flying you guys today. And he just steps up and starts flying around and then hops in with us and is like, what? Come on, like, yeah. come get me. We're like, oh, yeah, we love this, man. Put yourself out there, especially with, with team flying. I especially know everybody is scared shitless to get in line, <laughs> dude. When you've got your kite and you're back there in the backfield by yourself and you're flying around, you're like, dude, look at those guys. They're amazing. Like, I am not that level, blah, 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 blah. You always talk yourself down and – don't don't be afraid you go up to those people they are the coolest freaking people ever and and they will most certainly let you in most of the time they're going to mm-hmm. grab you in and that's as long as it's not as... a performance don't do it like right yeah now. yeah not on the performance field yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> i would if, if it was if i was on the performance field i'm taking you in brother like yeah. come on but uh <laughs> But yeah, and, and that's another thing on us too is like leaders or, you know, um, I don't know, kite veterans. Like mm-hmm. when we see those people in in the backfield, they're kind of by themselves and, and you see them, they want it. We know they want it, right? They know they want it. Like 
look back and, you know, give them the nod, give them the wave, go back and say, what's up? Hey, you want to come in? Boo. Yeah, you're going to be scared. Yeah, we're going to bounce kites off each other. Yeah, we're going to tangle this shit. And we're going to bounce off the ground. I'm going to show you how to take the tangles out, get these twists out, and we're going to flip the kite around and we're going to go back and do it again. And we are going to laugh. Yes. That's what it's about. Like, <laughs> just getting in there. That's that's the advantage I think quads have over all the other kites. Yeah. Um, not to you know put any kites down or whatever but quads we have brakes and we can hover yes you can stand shoulder to shoulder yes it's amazing conversation while doing the thing yeah we can teach you with kites in the air and we can just hold our cool and collective it's awesome and it's really really hard uh with dual line you got no brakes man it's it's go time. Once those kites are going, you better know where you're going. Yeah, your brakes are running <laughs> forward, right? And uh, if you have, let's see, you know, not to call height discrepancies here, but if we have you and John attempting to run down the field together, you have to take, what, twice as many steps? Is that seven foot tall man i need a hoverboard right like max speed hoverboard to keep up with him dude these legs don't go that fast i could just see you out there like on a one wheel or a segway just like rock (laughs) forward rock back that's giving that's giving me ideas now man i don't even have to walk in line no look out baresi yeah it's nick's fault sorry They're going to call me one wheel instead of pocket rocket. I guess I'd take that. (laughs) This is a whole new dimension of kite flying that we're going to see. And yeah, there's a whole nother episode that's got to come out with me because this is like we haven't even still haven't touched the surface of all the weird crap behind me and kite flying. And nope. And my story (laughs) and my pocket rocket nickname. Like everybody gets cool nicknames. I get pocket rocket. Yeah, and um, thanks, Fletch. Again, I, 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 I have a very, very distinct memory of, uh, maybe it was, maybe it was, uh, nationals or something. I believe it was on the East Coast. I can't remember completely. Ocean City, probably. And there you are with a grocery cart full of ice cream. Nothing else. You were out getting groceries. Grocery and there's shopping. like. A hundred containers of Hagen Doss or Ben and Jerry. I think it was Ben and Jerry's. I can't There's remember. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, and I'm just like, do you eat? And you're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, I'm good. And I'm like. Well, yeah, I guess there's other food groups and all that ice cream, but Jesus Christ, dude. And, you're, and that was all I ever saw you eating. Hey, there's water and beer, right? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> And, and fruit and my... a margarita, right? Yeah, they have Ben and Jerry's. That's how I keep my girlish figure. Come on now. <laughs> you see me looking good on the on the freaking dance floor out there. That's because of my Ben and Jerry's and overabundance of sugar and cream. Oh. Thus, mm. Pocket Rocket as well. You you yeah. need all the energy to to stay with them. Um. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do a, another episode. Uh, and again, like I said, this might have been cut into two episodes. I'll figure that out at a later time. Uh, but right now is your chance. You want to plug where uh, where people can see your YouTube videos, where they can find. You also have an Instagram account for kites and uh, for your photography. Wow. You do a lot of beautiful photography. 
Oh, thank um, you, thank you. Yeah, that's you know. that is another big love of mine is uh, landscape and wildlife photography. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yeah. How I've... many people find you if if they wanted to, if they somehow did not know you and were listeners of this podcast, which would be shocking. Yeah, so you can uh, easily search my name, Brett Marshall. Um, gosh, on Google even. Um, mm-hmm. B-R- once again, B-R-E-T-T-M-A-R-C-H-E-L. Um, you can Google it, Facebook it, Instagram it. Um, but Google is going to bring up all of the stuff for me because there's only one of me on the planet. There is not another one like me. Um, so you can do that. <laughs> and uh, then on Instagram, I also have... Uh, gosh darn it! You put me on the spot here. It is like I know Gen I have Master Kite Media, and I believe there's underscores between Gen Master Kite and Media. <laughs> I know I'm like Instagram, crap. I should maybe. With... Yeah, Instagram with that. You know, they they get you with the stupid names. Um, but yeah, so Gen Gen Master Kite Media, or just search the hashtag Gen Master. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that'll pop it up. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then like I say, YouTube, uh, you can find me uh, once again, Brett Marshall, or you can search Detroit Kiting or Kite Forge Gen. Um, you can also find bio and videos at uh, teamkitelife.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really fun website to peruse and just see all the team stuff and a lot of the team flying videos, that kind of thing um and let's see where else can you really find me uh you can find me on vimeo but uh yeah they limit me on how much i can post so there's not much on yeah but, um yeah and then on instagram brett marshall adventures there's some underscores in there somewhere too but it'll come up because like i say there's only one of me baby so <laughs> you ain't and gonna th- find another one and that last one, that's a lot of like your wildlife and your landscape photography, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I nice. needed a, an outlet uh, to, to get away from the kiting stuff because every one of my outlets was just banging with, you know, mountain bike stuff. And then it moved on to kite stuff. And, it, and I needed a place for just my true um, photography and, and stuff that's outside of kiting. So, yeah, like I say, lots of um, wildlife, uh, landscape um astrophotography mm-hmm. cityscape that kind of stuff i'm all over the place uh, with photography but lots of birds that kind of thing yeah yeah and you like to correct yeah. me on my lenses i love it <laughs> well you know you know i, I, I mean hey, i'll learn i'll learn hey I'll we'll learn. get there that's i'm right. not a photographer i'm teaching right. myself all this um, that's how we learn Yes, <laughs> we just, and, and we just jump into the space, right? <laughs> and if I, if I know my brain, I probably didn't tell you to use a different lens. I probably just said, man, that why are you using that lens? No, 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 you did. You told me to use a different oh, lens. You're like, perfect. you should be using this lens. And I was like, thanks. You're, oh, like, you're no, on a Sony setup too, aren't you? Uh, yeah, you're like, you'll actually get closer and it'll look better. It's like... Thanks, dude. I'm actually recording right now. <laughs> Perfect. And I probably should have just given you the lens because I'm sure I had it in my bag. Oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> so so next time, next time I'm just gonna be like, yo, dog, that lens sucks. Oh, yeah. Put this glass on there. <laughs> hey, you know, I have to go do my other job to pay for the lenses for my kite shit. So <laughs> tell me about it. 
Tell you me know. about it. Yeah, because this kite shit pays. <laughs> I'm a bike shop mechanic, girl. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. In the guys, north. You, most of you guys have real jobs. I'm slacking and having fun and not making any money doing <laughs> it, but it's awesome and fun. So, you I, know, like I say, I, that's how I roll. Sew the kites together that you explode. Can't afford new ones. That's cool. Don't matter. It'll still fly. <laughs> Yeah, see, and, and, you know, we just had that whole obituary talk and how we don't actually know what other people do. And I know we said you're a mechanic, but right there, bike shop mechanic. Yeah, so now everyone knows Brett Marshall is a bike shop mechanic. That is his and, job. And he most definitely does not look at bikes at kite festivals. <laughs> really? And yeah, so uh, clarification, <laughs> uh, when you say bike, do you mean bicycles? There we go, bicycles. Bicycles, but I also have motorcycles, so and I can work on engines too, because I'm from the Motor City. So, yeah, we can, yeah, I can fix it all. But yeah, by day I am a bicycle mechanic and bike shop manager. Awesome, which makes sense. Mountain biking and yeah, yeah, done it uh, since I was ten years old. It's my oh, original wow. love. Then <laughs> my body couldn't take it anymore. Hello, kites. <laughs> <laughs> Kites are perfect for that. <laughs> Kites are freaking awesome, man. Although I thought I was still getting a workout being out there doing the freaking quad line dance and getting my groove on. No, nah, man, I'm down to like 115 pounds or something. I gotta, I gotta start working out again. Uh, I think you just need <laughs> uh to fly dual lines again. <clears throat> Dude, I fly dual lines. Mm-hmm. Did I not? Oh no, I didn't post any pictures of that at SPI. But nope. I sent Devin a picture when I was out flying the Solus at SPI. Just Photos or it didn't happen. I'm sorry. I know. I, I know, and I'm I really bad it. about that with dual line. People ask me all the time, they're like, "You fly dual line?" Like, dude, I fly dual line more than I fly quad line. You just don't know it because I don't show it. But yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, Brett, thank you so much for this chat. And uh, I'll be taking questions from, from the crowd to ask for the next one. Yay. Didn't I? I no, like... I sent you questions. I already sent you questions. You don't even have to ask the crowd. Yeah, didn't I send well, you interview you did. questions? You did. You did. They they were classic. Let's see if I can. So I can before we, so before we go, I will ask you one interview question. I'm going to put you on the spot. Go for it. Let's go with, let's see. I'm trying to think of the questions that I sent. And the one that will intrigue me right now the most is um, if your belly button was a real button, every time you pushed it, what would it do? <laughs> yeah, right? Huh. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so, of course, uh, the child in me says that um, my answer would be fart. Um, oh, see, I was going to go like poop ice cream. So I could just, hey, I got me an ice cream cone <laughs> yeah, ready to go. Yeah, but then I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to eat it, right? So I just like, I would love the hilariousness of like walking around and just like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> right? So a little bit of funniness, but uh, if my belly button was actually a button, I would want it to like, give me the extra ability to jump higher or like because i skate and i do everything else like that so i'd like to get like extra lift 
dude, you get like a Mario double jump when you push your belly button. Exactly. Or, you know, like <laughs> pumping, yeah. up, pumping up my Air Jordans, right? You just dude. like pump, 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 and then just boom. Yes. <laughs> the belly button was that little push button, like the little bubble. Oh, my exactly. God. It's like my little Air Jordan. I'm just going to pump that shit up. <laughs> pump, pump, pump it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the stuff people want to hear. <laughs> totally related to the bike podcast totally yeah. important to know that's why i sent you the list of questions <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes uh, I, I will mix some of those in with uh, uh with uh, some of the more practical kite questions you know yeah makes it fun so all right brett thank you very very much and we will chat again thanks for having me thanks everybody for listening love you guys <laughs> All right. So I hope you had fun listening to this final part of the interview with Brett. We're going to have him on again in the near future, discussing a little bit more detail on actual kites and uh, some of his tips, his techniques, his tricks and stuff like that. So do stay tuned. If you have specific questions for him, uh, you can either reach out to us at info at sportkite.org or you can reach him at any of those uh, little contact things that he dropped in the interview, be it on Instagram, Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, all of that. Really great ways to get a hold of him. All right. With that being said, uh, I'm really looking forward to the next few episodes as it is March and March traditionally in the United States is Women's History Month. So we're going to have a handful of episodes that are focused on the women of sport kite flying, not only on how can we better incorporate women into this activity of ours, but also honoring those that are out there representing so do stay tuned uh, whether or not it's something of interest to you i highly encourage you listen to all of the episodes actually because i think they have all been rather inspiring as i've been recording the interviews up to this point all right so with that let's get outside let's get some flying in and uh i'll see you on the field <laughs>